Hello and welcome back to Sergeant's Secret Battle. This is Nick Christopoulos and thank you for tuning in. Today on the show we have my friend Timothy Lee who is going to help us talk about his struggle and his experience getting out of the army. He had to get out a little bit earlier than expected and uh, make some, some big changes in life and had to accept some few harsh realities about the world that aren't the same in the veteran community. So Tim has uh, some good advice for everyone, some words of wisdom, and we talk through them together. So I hope you enjoy today's show, and please feel free to like and share this with anyone who you think it may benefit. I'm here joined today with Timothy Lee, who has agreed to come on our show and talk about some important issues. Uh, Tim, thank you for being on my show, and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me, Nicholas. Um, so I was uh, Army Infantry from 2009 to 2015. Uh, during that time, I was uh, with 32SCR and um, also 114th, uh, 25th ID. For our listeners who maybe don't know, can you explain what those are? Uh, sure, yeah. Um, the, the first 132 SCR, those are a cab unit. A cab unit. Um, basically, we, uh, we use strikers and, and such, and then the second one's a, a light infantry. I mean, it was cab at the time, but we didn't really use the, the strikers because we were on, in Hawaii right. on, on an island, so there wasn't really enough uh, training ground to, to actually use them to their full capacity so we ended up doing mostly light gotcha, uh, infantry gotcha. stuff so um yeah all right did uh do you have any deployments when you were in what years were you in as well oh yeah i was in uh from 2009 to 2015 um i did uh one deployment uh 2010 to 2011 uh to afghanistan rc south uh, maywan district um with a, a great great group of group of guys, uh, we're actually having our our ten year reunion here coming up this Very year nice. yeah. here here in New York. I uh, know we're actually going to go over to Austin, Texas. Okay, so. that should be a good time. Yeah, or, yeah it's going to be great. <laughs> I, I really can't wait. Honestly, hope, hope <laughs> I they have can't, enough. Can't wait uh, to see these guys. Hope they have enough beer down in Texas. So. Oh, I think we'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. So uh, so Tim and I actually met here at uh, Fordham, and uh, we were students together in the same class. We ended up just. You know, you kind of can pick the vets out. Um, and then we met again in uh, Four Block, where we were doing a little meet and greet sort of thing at one of the companies here in New York City. Tim happened to be working there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we just reconnected again. He said he really wanted to be on the show. So here we are. Um, again, thank you for coming on. Uh, it's awesome. And yeah, my pleasure. Anyone, anyone I can get. I mean, just anyone to spread the word is pretty amazing. So, sure. uh, so Tim, while you were in... Um, you, you were in the infantry, obviously, that's very different than the wing, that's very different than admin, that's very different. They're all different, obviously. Sure. Um, but you went through a bit of something when you got out. Um, tell us a little bit why maybe it was difficult for you to get out, and maybe, maybe if you could have done something different. Um, sure. You know, just go into a little bit of that. Yeah, sure, no problem. Um, I really, really loved being uh, doing, doing my job uh, in the infantry. It, it is its own unique um, culture, and I, w- I was very accustomed to the culture. I, I fit into that culture. I, I really enjoy the job. I mean, I, I can't say how much I, it was just a pleasure to serve with the people that I, I served with. Um, but uh, towards uh, towards the end there, I, I, I sustained an injury during an IED uh, that, that really jacked my back up, basically, and uh, got to the point where I couldn't run anymore with my right arm, like, moving at all. And uh, so my leadership at the time, essentially, um, I was running a squad at the time as a Sergeant E5, and uh, they kept trying to promote me and, you know, go to the sixth board, go to the sixth board, go to the sixth board. And I, I just knew that sooner than later that the, uh, you know, 
the injury was going to to win out. So I kept telling them, you know, just send somebody else with family. They're going to be in. It's going to help them out. Um, so basically, it got to the point where they, they told me, yeah, you need to you need to go and you need to get this checked out. I got it checked out. Found out that there was actually some severe complications, and they were very surprised that I'd been able to do the job as long as I had been doing it, which was for another four and a half five years after the actual fact. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it was just that kind of thing. I mean, my leadership all throughout the time, they even called me, you know, jokingly around Sergeant Major Lee because they just, they never saw me getting out kind of thing. Yeah. So by the time they told me that, uh, you know, you can either change your MOS or we're going to medically retire you. And basically, uh, for me, there was no other job that I was going to fit into with the mindset that I was in at the time. And uh, I decided that um, it was it was time to, to uh time to get out and, and see what I could make of civilian life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really wasn't, uh, it was, it was very hard, uh, uh, it was for my pride basically, you know, I mean, accepting, that. accepting that, you know, there was that, that I'm, I'm not infallible, that I do have an expiration date that, you know, I am a, a regular person, you know, you end up tending to, to, you know, you go on deployments or you go, and just the way that you're, you, you naturally are, it's, you're, you're invincible. There's no quit. There's no, you know, losing's not an option, anything, all, all that good stuff, you know, which, you know, carries on throughout your life. Um, it's just certain things, you know, you got to accept and, and, and kind of moved on from. But, I mean, one of the most difficult parts for me was accepting that um, upon getting out. And then, of course, since I had no desire to get out, I had no plan put together. I had no, no idea what I was going to do. It, it just seemed like I was, you know, thrust into all these civilians and you know I mean there's there's definitely a few classes of people not classes but um, groups of people and you have your people in uniform you have your veterans and then you have your civilians who've never served at all but your veterans it's you're not quite in the uniform group anymore and you're never going to be a a civilian again not really so um, it was a very turbulent time for me yeah that's one thing it's a good point you bring up actually saying the, I think this transition, um, everyone sees it as, you know, there's there's a goal, right, to be what you were, right, to, before you were in, or something comfortable to that. And I don't really think that that is. I don't, I've kind of realized, like, your transition is just to become the better version that you are now and, and to equate, like, to, to make that comfortable in civilian life. Sure. You know, you're not going to be a full civilian. You're still going to have these standards and these... Uh, expectations of yourself that may be higher or maybe just different than other civilians, but you're never going to have the same mentality. And I think maybe people, if they understood that, maybe it would make it easier, the transition. I think accepting, accepting that, that, that one simple fact, and then figuring out how to apply that moving forward. I think that's the key thing that, uh, that can really help uh, a lot of people. I mean, I feel very fortunate because um, when I, when I, when I did get out, I was over in uh, Hawaii, uh, which is a very music-rich culture over there. And I, I, uh, before I was in the military, I did a lot of uh, music work um, for quite some time. So I was able to kind of fall back on that and, and have a, a transition kind of segue to get my head into a little bit more of a mind space that's acceptable to civilians. Because, um, I mean, when it comes down to it, a lot of the, the problems people have with, uh, you know, PTSD or... Um, just fitting in again uh, is, is a lot to do with being a version of yourself that is a lot more acceptable to these civilians and everything, and, and that's going to gauge a lot of success that you do have 
or that I've had anyway. You know, you can't, you, as an infantryman, you can't run around talking about, you know, crushing baby skulls and, you yeah. know, and, and using the saw, cutting people in half and stuff. That's just not acceptable. Yeah. Uh, it's not acceptable banter. I mean, at some point it will become again, <laughs> it, just as soon as like these civilians get to know you, whatever job you find yourself in, I mean, like they're going to get to know that you have a bit of a, a darker sense of humor or whatever, yeah. and they're going to understand it. You know, uh, I just got done with an internship at a, uh, at a, at a network. Um, predominant network and and uh, you know I, I said right off the bat you know hey guys like I'm totally approachable you can talk to me uh, you do like anything you guys need I'm on it 100% I, I, I got your six you know I got your back um, and uh, you know don't let the scornful face or the, the serious you know killer eyes like put you off or anything and one of the girls just looks over at me and says so cool so nonchalant she goes oh, don't worry about it Tim we know you were in the military you're hardcore it's okay. So, you know, I mean, like, it's not like people are, 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 are numb or, or not accepting, not accepting of, of the person that you are coming out. And they are there. Most of them are there because they, they want to help veterans out, number one. And number two, they want to, um, they want to, they do want to see you have success and they do want to help you transition. And they do want to see uh, you have that, that great success in whatever industry or field that you're going to go into. Um, which kind of makes me want to go to to kind of a quick point, if that's all right. Yeah. Um, upon getting out, one of one of the things after I got done uh, reacclimating to, to to civilian life, I I, I realized that uh, you know playing music was going backwards in life, and I wasn't going to have that. You know, I mean, I needed to move forward to feel uh, like myself, right? So. Um, I, I said, okay, here we go. I'm going to, I'm going to get online. We're going to do a massive search for maybe like a month. And I hate to break it to all you guys who are combat arms, but you have a few choices. <laughs> Only a few. Police officer. <laughs> police officer, firefighter. You can do contract work and all this stuff, but it's all the same thing. And it's, it's, you don't have to do that is my point. Mm-hmm. You can retrain and the skills, the leadership skills that you have, the work ethic that you have, the, um, the ability to to simply just not quit and, and not accept any sort kind of defeat, you're going to do phenomenal in many other many many other industries, and it's what they're looking for. They want somebody that, with those traits, and they don't mind giving you reclass. They don't mind you know doing all these things, um, taking advantage of the GI Bill, going to school, getting degreed up. I mean, when I arrived here in New York, um, a good friend of mine. Who uh, ends ended up being my uh, mentor, who was a Marine, uh, uh, an officer, and he was in the first wave of Fallujah. So you know he's a warrior, mm-hmm. he's through and through warrior, great guy. He's in he's in finance now. He's a, a wealth manager, and um, he's just uh, uh, his name's Chris. I'm, I, I didn't speak to him, so I'm not giving his last name. But, That's right. That's right. <laughs> but, but uh, no, Chris, I mean, he's just an awesome, awesome guy. And, and the first night that we met, within four sentences, he said, oh, you're a really good guy, you know? I mean, you're, you're a warrior. You're like, you're like me. Okay, so what do you want to do? I said, oh, I was thinking something like finance, you know, some, something, uh, you know, client-facing. I enjoy talking with people and that kind of stuff. Oh, no, awesome. I could totally see you in that role. I could to- totally see you having a, a phenomenal success in that role. Where would you go to school? Was his next question? Yeah, I said, "Well, I've uh, I haven't gone yet." He's like, "Okay, well, we got to get you degreed up, and then then it'll be on." So, I mean, I guess my, my point here is just uh, don't don't be nervous to go back to school. People have uh, most colleges have these awesome. Stay away from, you know, go to accredited. Pick the best schools that are in your area, and do it. Mm-hmm. Most uh, schools, like the school that we're going to, Fordham, uh, they have they have um, a PCS program, which is 
designed for adults uh, who, who are non-traditional students. And um, there's many, uh, many, many avenues for, for continued success with these, uh, with these programs, and the schools want us. Yeah. The schools want us. Uh, my friend uh, Jared Lyons, he's the uh, owner or chairman of the um, SVA, Student Veterans of America, had the opportunity. Chris and him were, were all kind of mutual friends. And um, I, I can't remember the exact statistics, but I know that veterans are doing better than uh, GPA-wise, better than, not even better, we're crushing traditional students. Really? So this is why schools want us. It's mm. guaranteed money for them. We do for not, we do better uh, GPA-wise. And when it comes down to it, we have a better work ethic, and it, it's proven by our GPA and, and by all these things that we're doing post-graduation. Mm. We get into companies, and we have very rapid success. I mean, people talk about climbing the corporate ladder and all that stuff. Well, I mean... Never worry about that corporate ladder so much. Just be yourself. Just do what you do, and you're naturally going to rise. And never be worried about. It. It's not the same thing as the military with a lateral promotion from, say, specialist to corporal, or I'm not sure uh, what it yeah, is like in the Lance, Marines. Lance yeah. So you know those lateral promotions. That's great. That's awesome. It just gives you a, a wider base uh, of knowledge in your field, and you're going to be able to use that to ultimately help other veterans, which is key. And you'll be able to rise in, in your own your own um, your own career path, and and you'll be able to influence civilians as well in a very positive way. So, I'm I'm just uh, to me that's what it's all about being able to uh, rise above um, you know self doubt and and trepidation of of going into new fields and 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 putting yourself out there. And that's what I think a lot of it is too. I mean, for instance. You know, imposter syndrome, they always talk about imposter syndrome, right? You get to a position and you feel like you're only there because somebody messed up or, you know, oh, they're, they're, they're giving you a free ride, right? That was very big, especially with me, but with a lot of people that I know. I know a lot of veterans don't have a lot of confidence within the classroom, I specifically myself. Um, you know, I did school first time at a high school. Uh, I did college first time at a high school and I, I, I played lacrosse. Didn't do much class, <laughs> you know what I mean. Hey-o. And I, but I wasn't, I wasn't going to class. I wasn't um, doing any of these things, and I wasn't putting in the effort, which reflected my grades, reflected obviously. But in my mind, I said, okay, I must not be good at school. When realistically, I was just not being real with myself and saying like, no, you're you're being lazy, you're being an not idiot. Applying yourself, yeah. right? And so, but then I solidified an understanding that like, oh, like I'm just not good at school. I need to do something blue collar. I need to do whatever. And that's not to say that those are wrong. Like you can go be an HVAC, you can go uh, work in construction, steelworks. Those are amazing jobs, and actually they're probably more accessible than getting a job outside of college right now. I'd say in my in my opinion. Um, sure. But also like, don't be afraid to go back to the classroom. Don't be afraid to sit down and. Put your, your head in books. If you don't get it in the classroom, you got YouTube. If YouTube doesn't help, you got Google. You got tutors. You got all this stuff uh, and veteran resources. Uh, you will succeed in the classroom. If you show up and you go to class, you already got 25% of the grade, right. usually, with most classes. That's attendance. Right? I, I don't know how you feel about it, but I really feel privileged to be able to actually be uh, in school. For me personally, it just wasn't something that was kind of on my radar. I've always mm-hmm. wanted to do it, but uh, for me, I mean, I had to uh, had, have... Uh, some massing learning disab- massive learning disabilities that, that uh, really were kind of crippling to my uh, academic career early on when I was in high school. And then now, uh, luckily, we have, you know, technology has come so far that it really makes it obsolete in, in, in any job position. All I need, need to do uh, for anybody who might be in my 
circumstances out there and a little trepidant, you know, not really into coming to school for those kinds of reasons, don't worry about it. It's fine. You know, you'll learn how to, how to use the, the techn- technology. And then you'll be able to uh, uh, just let whoever your recruiter is for whatever job uh, or career you're going into and let them know, hey, I need to use this, my computer. I need to use my programs. I need to use these things. Otherwise, there'll be errors which are unacceptable to me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, And then again, like you're saying, there. I mean, there's a vast amount of resources. Um, but the biggest resource that I've found is the professor and then also my fellow veterans yeah. and then even the fellow students because a lot of these, uh, a lot of the younger uh, people – that, that you're going to come into contact with, they want to know you. Mm-hmm. You were in the military. You have this unique story to them. I mean, what, 2% of the nation has yeah. been in the military? 1% of that 2% is in combat arms? These guys, uh, the, these, these young people, I shouldn't just say guys, but these young people, they want, to, they want to talk to you. They want to know what your life has been like up to this point. They want to know. They, 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 all sorts of advice, um, you know, from, from credit scores. It's, it's like having a, a team of privates again, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're just not really sure, but they're, they're, they're in this. So, I mean, you have the, the phenomenal opportunity as a veteran in school to influence people and, and feel like you're on a team again. Uh, and which is a, a tremendous feeling. And then going back to, to getting out, I think that's what I missed um, uh, probably the most is, is being on a, a functioning team mm-hmm. that, that where we really care about each other. We really are, are you know, going through it uh, with each other. And um, that's, that's an invaluable thing. And I did not find that again until I had come back to school where we do have all the veteran um, uh, programs. We do have... Uh, people there that uh, that re- that really care and they really want to see everybody succeed and 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 it's it's again uh, the situation where it's what can I do for you as opposed to what can you do for me, you know, which is a huge difference and and I think that um, yeah uh, you can go out you can you can work in construction you can do all those things and that's awesome you know I mean I grew up in a construction family you know but again for me I don't feel, I don't ever feel like I want to go backwards in life mm-hmm. so going back to something is something that I. I, I just uh, I couldn't stomach personally with myself, so I felt I feel like I need to, to go out and, and try myself in new areas and, and put myself out of my comfort zone because you know I mean living a life in a comfort zone. Hey, for some people it works and that's awesome, but it's just not something that I I, I can do. I always want to feel like I'm progressing. I always want to feel like I'm building my base of knowledge and and becoming more valuable to the uh, to the people around me to. Uh, the veterans around me to uh, whatever organization that I, I do end up uh, settling on, um, and it's just it's it's interesting how how things uh, turn out. I mean, to me, the biggest thing, the biggest biggest thing, uh, when when some of these younger people ask me, you know, like how how have you had? I mean, I'm, I haven't had a huge amount of success in my life according to my standards, but they ask me, you know, um, how do how do you how do you do all this? How, how have you accomplished all this in your life? You know, cause I mean, you've done so many different things, um, even beyond being in the military, beyond being in school. I mean, I've, I've had a very full rounded life and, um, I tell them the same thing every time show up, mm-hmm. just show up, you know, fill out the paperwork. Don't talk yourself out of it. That's the crucial thing. Don't ever talk yourself out of something that you feel like you might be good at. Well, you know what? Show up and know, cause if you show up, you don't know what opportunity is going to be there. And as a veteran, I already know every single person listening to this has the courage to walk through the door. Yeah, yeah. Even if you're just hungry enough to get some kind of outside advice, which is listening to this podcast right now, then you have some type of fire inside you. You just don't know how to activate it. You don't know how to get bigger. 
stop talking to yourself in the worst of terms. I have this, I have this buddy in my class right now. He's, if, if you're listening, you'll know who you are, but <clears throat> I wouldn't say his name, but, um, I have a buddy and like, he's got so much going for him. You know what I mean? He's, he's got, uh, he's tenacious. He, he has motivation. He has all these things, but he, he, his words get in his own way, right? When he talks about himself, he'll say like, oh, like I'm not as smart as you, or I'm, you're way better off at that, this, blah, 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 whatever. Like stop, stop that. That's the most self-defeating thing you could ever do. You only have one voice in your head. Why are you going to talk down to yourself with that voice? Why? Sure. It's the only person on this planet who who's, can like be your f- absolute fan for you 24-7, and you choose to have that person talk down to you. I don't understand that. I mean, I think, it, I think that's like one of the difficult, most difficult hurdles to, to overcome, especially when you're in a, a vulnerable state yeah. of transition. When you're in a vulnerable state of transition and you start talking to yourself like that, I mean, I've done it. You know, you try not to and, 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 and whatnot, but it's, it, takes, it takes one moment to just resolute with yourself and say, no, no more. I'm, I'm going to do all these awesome things in my life. I'm going to have success, whatever that means to you. It's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, I'm going to make a difference just like I did when I was in the military. I'm going to make, continue to make a difference outside the military. I'm going to do these things. I'm going to find and be and associate with people. And I think um, what can help out quite a bit if you do have trouble with that kind of uh, you know, talking down to yourself kind of mentality, um, I think being around people who you associate with is going to have a lot to do with whether or not you're going to stop doing that or you're going to continue to do that because it is a choice. Everything's a choice. Um, So if you put yourself in in situations, um, you know, like when I showed up to New York, I showed up with a back, a rucksack and my guitar, Mm. nothing else. I slept in my buddies. He says, Oh yeah, I've got kind of like a room for you. But what it really was, was a hallway out to the backyard (laughs) with a couch. And it was awesome. It was phenomenal. I didn't need anything more than that. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm good to go. You know, I I, still caught. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't need anything. Right. So, I mean, to me, it might as well have been the Ritz. Um, but, uh, within four days, uh, you know, he had let me use a suit. I didn't have a suit. And we went up to the New York Athletic Club to the American Legion post there, and I ended up rubbing shoulders with all sorts of phenomenal people. That's uh, that's where I met Chris, and 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 I even met uh, Jared Lyons there. Well, I met him over in uh, Texas for a, a convention, but uh, that's where I really got to know him was up there. Um, and then uh, yeah, we were. I was I was in a suit within four days of being here. Had no idea what I was doing. Uh, I'd been in San Diego. I'd been in L.A. I checked out the, the resources there and, and, and just maybe wasn't in the right mindset to find the, what I was looking for, but I went into a few different of the uh, traditional um, uh, veteran, uh, uh, what do you call them, clubs, I yeah. guess. And it just seemed like you had the old guard, you know, patting each other on the back, having a great time, which is kind of what I wanted, but I, didn't, I wanted to have people my own age too. Mm-hmm. But everybody my own age kind of seemed to be at the bar with a beer kind of still out in the desert. And if you're one of those people who still feels like you're out in the desert, man, it's the war is over for you. You know, we're always going to be ready to help. We're always going to be able to do what we can. But um, it's time to it's it's time to move on. We 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 have difficult things that happen to us there and everything. And I'm never going to not think about it every single day in my life. But that does not mean that I don't owe it to myself to create success and live more for the people that I've lost, the people that you've lost, and and be able to represent veterans in more of a positive light. So when I got over here. Everybody was successful. Everybody was having a great time, suited up, looking over Central Park, you know. And I just looked around. And I said, "Okay, these are the people that are going to bring me up mm-hmm. in my in my self confidence, in my um, 
I don't want to say station in life, but whatever the cool equivalent of that is, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, state, yeah, of, state of mind, state of mind. Exactly. You know, and, and even not, and even, 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 even monetarily and all, all those things, you know, I mean, if you want to be successful, be around successful people. If you want, if you want to, um, you know, if you want to hang out in the desert, then 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 go to places where everybody's still having a rough time. I mean, it's up to you. It is a choice. It's one hundred percent a choice, and I would advise the latter. You know, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. I think you're you're completely in your control of your own destiny. And if you're in a room where you're the most successful person, you're in the wrong room. Yeah. You know, like you you have to be surrounded by people who could level you up. And you made an interesting point with that guy at the bar. You know, if and it's it's metaphorical, but if you're a guy, to, if you're a combat arms, or if you're someone, you're a veteran at a bar, and you're, you feel like you're still in the desert, you feel like you're still fighting this war. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but you would never go into a firefight just by yourself. That's you, a fact. You would go in with a unit. You'd go in with a squad. That's an excellent point. Well, you're sitting there at that bar fighting that fight by yourself, but go get reinforcements. Call yeah. your buddy. Call yeah. your friend. Call him. Call up one of your vets. Call up anyone and just say, hey, man, like, I, I need some help. I just, you, you want to meet me for a beer? You want to talk a little bit? And I guarantee you'll find such an open, like, comforting person that on the other line that's saying, like, yeah, actually. And guess what? I'm probably going through that same thing. And you could help each other and build each other up that way. You know what I mean? Stop fighting that war by yourself. Because, to be honest, it's, it's not going to be easy. Yeah. It's not going to be easy at all. And I mean, let's let's face it. If you, I mean, that's such a such a valid point. You're you're never going to do those things alone, and you don't have to go through what you are going through alone. Um, I mean, without without the support of my family, without the support of uh, fellow veterans who who were with me, and or uh, now that I'm I'm here at school, guys that uh, well, we just we just have common ground. And once you find that common ground, you can stand. Once you once you have your footing, you can start to climb. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 imperative. But uh, you know, I mean, it's reaching out. Yeah, don't ever let yourself get to the point where where you know eating a bullet sounds like a better idea than 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 facing the next day. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do it. You're not you're not alone. You're never alone. Uh, we're we're losing too many too many uh, too many veterans a day. Uh, what, 22, 23 a day. I mean, these so. numbers are. If that was happening and we were deployed, imagine the resources we would dedicate to that specific yeah. engagement to stop that. Yeah, you know. So. Imagine you were in, a, in control of a unit, and every day, twenty-two of your your unit dies, yeah. right? Like, you're not going to stop and do something about it. Yeah. Right? And don't exactly. get me wrong, the Marine Corps is, and that's fine. But also, there needs to be a mentality shift change. There needs to be a, a shift change in saying, "Oh, like, yeah, I'm hurting, but I'm not trying to be a little bitch and talk about it." It's like, no, you're actually not a little bitch. And and I would challenge, like I've said before in podcasts, challenge anyone to call me a little bitch for talking about my shit, or, or you, or anyone like that. Like, yes. you're ten times more of any man out there if you can talk about your stuff and be real with everyone. Like, ten times. Yeah, I mean, we've we've already like whether you deployed or not, you know. Um, You've checked all the boxes. You mm-hmm. showed up. You're, you're, you know, especially if you're combat arms. You're, you're in the one percent of the two percent of the whole nation. That's our that that had the the courage to put on that uniform. The courage to show up and say, doesn't matter who it is, I'm going to be that deterrent, and or I'm going to go and do my job. And you know, survivor's guilt and all that stuff. Hey, I, I totally understand. Some days, I, it's it, it's it's an everyday thing. There's no p- pill for it. There's no, you know, I mean. Going to group and stuff like that. If that if that's something that works for you, do that. Uh, you know, I mean, doing if you're in school and, and showing up to the to the to the group things and making a difference in that way, do that. That's fine. However, it ends up working out, do it. But just realize that the world is better off with your influence in it, as opposed to without it. Absolutely. You you can't help out your buddy 
who may need to call you if you're gone already. So, you know, if, you, if you want to keep continuing to be able to help and, 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 and become in your mind what you once were, that, that you know, prestigious position and, and being able to help and making a difference, hey, this is how we make a difference now. And, and without, uh, without, you know, if you take yourself out of the fight, you're out of the fight. And yeah. we need you. Absolutely. Period. We need you. Absolutely. You got a phone. You got a computer. You got the internet. Go on Instagram. Go on Facebook. There are millions of pages of vets that just want to help. Yep. Millions and millions and millions. Just pick up that phone. Pick up that computer. Do what you need to do. Tim, if you don't mind me asking, um, when did you think, if you could give me a rough timeline, when did you think that you were sitting there and you were like, all right, like I need to, I need to reach out. Like I can't do this myself. You know, as a civilian. Like, I, I, need, I need to call a buddy, um, and I think I need some support. You know, what, what, could you give me a, a rough time frame? Um, that happened well before I was even out. That was like out processing really? is, is when that happened to me. Um, and it wasn't actually me that, that, that reached out. I, I, didn't, I didn't do it. I was, I was suffering in silence and, and going at it alone. And uh, one of my buddies who I was uh, stationed with, a team leader of mine, the guy I actually came over here and, and linked up with, uh, he gave me a shout, you know, and just, hey, man, you know, this is rough seas, I'm sure. Like, how, how you doing? And I just kind of unloaded, and it felt, it felt good to do so. And I had to kind of get in that habit of, of, doing, of doing exactly that, you know, when I needed somebody or, you know, I mean, for me, it wasn't necessarily talking about, you know, what I was going through. What made me feel better about things was feeling like that I actually still made a difference in other people's lives. So I started calling people up that were in my platoon, um, and then taking, you know, they, they kept calling me kind of thing. So it was this exchange back and forth and everybody was going through, you know, turbulent, turbulent times and stuff like that. And they always wanted to hear my advice that, that I had, you know, I was a little bit older in the platoon. So, I mean, it, it just ended up being a, a natural thing that kind of happened. Um, you know, and of course my family, uh, was, was, was there for me in a, in a very big way. Uh, my father's a veteran as well, uh, kind of thing. So, um, it just ended up uh, working out in, 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 a, in a very, uh, very unique way. Um, and then also, uh, I ended up staying at a, another friend who I was stationed with in Hawaii. I stayed at his house for a little bit, so I was able to get my feet under me a bit, you know, and, and get a spot to stay, a place to stay. And uh, one of my childhood friends ended up showing up in, in Hawaii, and uh, he was the first drummer, the first band I was ever in when I was a little kid. You know, so we ended up playing music again together for a little bit, and it was a, it was it was an imperative uh, transition for me in that way. But, um, you know, I mean, if you don't fit, you don't have to call people and talk about your feelings if that's something that you're not prepared to do. You can you can just ask how they're doing, and and you make a difference in somebody else's life. And mm. you know, I mean, providing service, we're all service people. That's what we do. That's that's what we enjoy doing. That's that's making a difference in one way or another, whatever way is important to you, I think that's a good starting point, you know what I mean? And what worked for me is not going to work for everyone, you know, that's, that's just one of those things. But all I would, the thought I would say was, uh, is, is simply do, do, do whatever's going to work for you. It's hard to think of when you're in such a rough state of mind. But just picking up the phone and simply seeing how somebody's doing is a good place to start because you know what they're going to ask you how you're doing and if you're you're going to be honest with them and what's going on is it going to feel better it might feel marginally better sure but getting in that habit and starting to feel like okay well i i need to call them every month or i need to you know make sure they're good every month or back and forth vice versa kind of thing you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna 
okay, you're, you're, you're going to start to feel like I'm, I'm still worth something and I'm still making a difference in, the, in this way. So now let's stick, you know, stick, uh, stick my toe into the water and see what else I can do, mm-hmm. whether it's in a different industry, whether it's in, you know, I mean, and kind of touching on something you said earlier, blue collar, I mean, I, I don't know where we got in society where we're, you know, going out and, and, and building something was something to look down on. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't understand a, that. That is a phenomenal phenomenal thing yeah. find out you, you you can stand back and look at a bridge or a big building or a home you've built for somebody somebody's going to live in that home that's mm-hmm. going to provide shelter i mean it might be kind of you know i don't know how to put it really but yeah, is it because you get your hands dirty maybe i don't know i don't understand why <laughs> yeah i don't like I, what's so much better about EMTs crunching get their hands dirty why yeah. is, that's not looked down upon yeah of I course so you know i mean i i, I just want to call attention to that there there in any industry that you feel like going in that you feel like you're going to make a difference they need you Mm-hmm. You're you're a leader, yeah. like even if even if you didn't ever make it to you know a, a E five whatever that is across the board that's I think a leadership position in every service mm-hmm. if you're enlisted, um, it's okay you're still more of a leader than most people uh, will be and you've you've had the, you've been around hopefully very good leaders uh, you're, you're for the four or five years that you were in whatever it was I mean for me I uh, I, I I had the opportunity while I was deployed. Uh, because of some things happened, this, that, or the other. Uh, any, anyhow, I ended up being um, six months in. I got a team leader's position while we were deployed as a private first class. You know, I mean, they just kind of saw that in me, and, and the opportunity was there. I say opportunity loosely, but the circumstances were correct. Or, you know, I just didn't see any other way, and I had to take charge of the team, period. You know, so... Um, yeah, I mean, my, my time in the military, though it was short, it was it was always in a leadership position uh, capacity, and, and, and I really understand that once you get used to that and you're really making a difference and you're helping guys out with their personal lives, you're helping them out with their um, financial, you're, you're helping them out with whatever's going on in their life. It's, it's, it's a full, it's a full range, uh, um, circle of influence that you're, that you're naturally placed in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just, uh, as we all know, just training up on, on the job and, you know, doing, doing, doing good at all those things. Yes. We learned the left, right, up and down in the positions. Um, and that, that, by the way, just in case you didn't realize that's huge in the, yeah. In, 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 in corporate America, if you're willing, and not only willing, but if that's just simply the way that you show up, like, oh, I want to know everybody's job, period. I want to mm-hmm. know everybody. I want to I be able to do all that. That just makes you such a, such a resource. Yeah. So, or even just a good person. I, being no, a good I, person I, has a lot to do with it. You know, yeah. I mean, nobody wants to be around a dickbag. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean. There's a lot of them. Yeah. I, <laughs> There's a lot of them. I mean, uh, you can't see me because we're recorded, but I have a very, very stern face. It looks like I'm ready to whack somebody at any given point in time. <laughs> and this is just my natural face to the point where I've had to work on it. And I actually, during interviews, say, this is what I've had to work on. This has been a challenge for me to look more approachable. Mm-hmm. Now, on the flip side, that looks you like you're you know, cool, calm, collected, and you, you know the way forward. You know, So it depends on who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. But at the same time... What my point is, is that there's always going to be things that you're going to have to improve. You're going to have to reassess. And a phenomenal way to do these kinds of things is to get in programs like 4Block, um, get, 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 get with um, uh, programs, your, your student, um, student, veterans. student veteran community, all that stuff. This is going to help you decompress. This is going to help you become the person, not become, just access different talents that you didn't really realize or maybe forgot that you had. I mean, a lot of people, they've... They've had no other career. It's yeah. been the military. That's it. You know, I mean, I, I had, 
you know, uh, ever since I was a young kid, I was, you know, we had construction companies and I was client facing with my father and everything. He, he made sure that, that I had that training from a very early age. Then I was a studio musician and a, um, uh, a performer for nine, ten years. Then I went into the military. Now I'm back to the to civilian life. So, I mean, it's already been a pretty, you know, diverse uh, uh, road or career path for me, which is fine. Um but a lot of lot of lot of the people that, that have just had the military, hey, you need this stuff. It's okay to ask for help in this way too. It's okay to get training. It, you're, it's just training. It's just going to make you better. Go to your four blocks, and if you don't know um, what four block is, just go check it out online, and then find if they're not there close to you, go to the equivalent. Mm-hmm. You know, or don't be afraid to to pack a backpack, put your stuff in storage, get on a, on a train, a plane, or or rent a car, or however you, you decide to do it, and relocate. Yeah, because that's, I mean, that's it's an investment, but it's an investment of your mind. I mean, that's yeah, don't huge. be scared of that. You know, yeah, it's huge. I mean, that's that's something that I don't, I never hear anybody advise is is hey, pack a bag, get in a car. We've done it before, mm-hmm. especially for you people who've deployed. Same thing, and it's, it's the same exact thing. Twenty nineteen, you know, it's not like you said that you if you were to say that forty years ago, people be like whoa 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 whoa, that's crazy. But it's twenty nineteen. You can get it on a plane ticket. In 30 minutes, like it's, it's easy and it, to anywhere. Yeah. Like just, you need to do what's right for you. Yeah. If you if you don't like your current uh, circumstances, if you don't feel like there's the opportunity where you're at, hey, if you can, go for it. You know. I mean, I understand. You know, don't think I'm insensitive to 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 you know families right, and, and life yeah. circumstances and everything. But you know, I mean, sometimes it does take that that leap of faith. I mean, I remember my father being gone a lot of the time. He had to leave months at a time to. Uh, do other work before things started taking off with the construction company and that's just something that he had to do so Mm -hmm. you know i mean and uh, obviously we're not sitting here telling you how to live your life or anything i'm just saying when it comes down to it if if there's uh you know don't 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 shy away from opportunity don't don't shy away from training and 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 the possibilities that you 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 can definitely achieve um with you know a minimal amount of 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 changing your life just a little bit here and there a little tweak here and there hey you're good to go you're 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 going on to heights that you never even maybe even considered possible absolutely absolutely thank you um tim do you think that there was anything or do you think maybe say say fantasy world you had control of the entire army and you said we're going to implement this thing with so many veterans getting out and having this transition issue what do you think the army could have done or maybe should do to implement. And again, this is just personal opinion. We're not telling the DOD what to do. Sure, sure. You know, um, but do you think maybe, I don't know, some kind of courses, some kind of emphasis on mental strength and stability? Like, what's your opinion on that? Um, I, I think that uh, the Soldier for Life program is what we have in the Army now. Um, and it is a very condensed, very intensive, information intensive uh, month long course. And I think that um, they could have spread that out quite a bit. We could have gone more in depth in a lot of things. Um, it was death by PowerPoint. I, I know we're all accustomed to that. And on top of that, you're already stressed out about what you're going to actually do and all, you know, everything like that. So maybe perhaps a, a year spent, uh, your last year kind of going to these courses and, and, and a showing up, re-showing up kind of thing. So you get to intimately know the programs. You get to intimately know um, you know, better ways to do things, uh, you know, because it was a good program. There was a lot of very good information. It's just not designed to, to, be, in, to, to be workable knowledge, mm-hmm. you know, something that you know how to do, you know, like filter stripping a weapon or something like that. I could still do it with my eyes closed, 
But you asked me what they covered in that class, and I could give you some. Yeah. You know, but, but what was it really? It was it was a whirlwind of information. That's that's all it was. I think that would benefit uh, people quite a bit. Um, and then you know, um, a transitioning phase. Um, that last month should have been dedicated to writing the resume to applying with somebody right there who's who's you know either you're applying to college you're applying I think you had something like this but sort of it was you, a, it was a week oh yeah okay so yeah. I mean but but where you're actually applying to to uh, to positions where you're actually applying to colleges and and or a combination of both and and you're kind of doing that. Um, while you're still in the fold. So there's kind of a seamless transition. Yeah, there'll be a month maybe of, um, of, of, of your, you know, uh, the last little bit of leave that you have. And I recommend taking that and decompressing, you know, go, go on a trip or something and go see your family, you know, relax a little bit. You just got out of the military. Congratulations. But, you know, there should be, you know, that might help a lot of people. I mean, um, kind of set them up in the circumstances, whatever it is for, for, for them, um, like I had with the music, you know, I mean, I, I was getting the months, uh, leading up to me getting out, I was securing shows, paid shows and that kind of stuff. So I had income coming in. I was doing something. I was keeping myself occupied. And, you know, for me, that's, uh, providing service to, to people is showing them a good time while they're on vacation in Hawaii. So, I mean, there was all those kinds of things, mm. but as far as, uh, changing, um, or something that could be implemented, I, I think a lot to do with, uh, just, slowing down with the the uptake of information and you know really making a difference in in whatever the veteran veteran to be um in their life and 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 making sure that they're squared away i mean um for me it was just such a huge you know world crushing thing that i was getting out of the military to begin with and then being shoved this information down my throat it just was not a conducive time place or uh, where i was receptive to do it so i mean just kind of off the hip thinking about uh, maybe extending that, you know, to, to even even three or four months would have been a lot better. And then reoccurring training kind of thing that, mm-hmm. that, that might help out a lot. But um, really, I think it's uh, as it is, though, I kind of want to touch on how it is right now. Yeah, go ahead. You know, I, I think that um, the best the best you can do is uh, is exactly what you can do and what you're comfortable doing. If you do need to go home and you know, go back to, to home base and, and, and feel what that's like for a little bit, uh, then, then do that. You know, whatever's, whatever's going to, going to make you feel comfortable to move on because you're, you are going to have to reacclimate to being predominantly around civilians. And, you know, um, it's going to be the, the risk of that though, is falling into a very comfortable situation and, 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 you know, something that you might regret a little more down the line where I, maybe I should have done this or should have done that. But, if you feel like you're going to uh, maybe get into that rut, maybe just go straight into the college. Maybe just go straight into whatever industry you want to go into. But uh, I cannot recommend um, getting uh, uh, going to higher education and getting your degree. I cannot recommend it em- uh, enough. Even if you are going to be in construction or, or one of these, uh, you know, well, I'll use blue collar for lack of a better term, but with no negative condensation right. or association with it whatsoever. But even if you are going to go into those industries, those fields, having a degree is only going to better your career in that way too. And it's going to give you time to be around, you know, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed young people. That's the, you know, it's 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 good to watch. They influence you in a positive way. Mm-hmm. It's good. To, it's good to see the uh, the upcoming generations do that kind of stuff. So. Um, I, again, I can't, I can't recommend it strongly enough to, to, to go out and get that degree and, and not to be nervous because I had terrible grades in high school because of, uh, you know, all the uh, challenges that I faced there at the time. And, um, 
you know, school is, uh, it's a vacation from life. It's great. It really you know, is. It yeah. really is. You get to learn a bunch of uh, interesting things that do benefit you. You get to meet a bunch of uh, uh, people and, and expand your, your network, which is another huge thing. You know, building a network is big. And you get to uh, you get to opportunities uh, that, that uh, you, you just necessarily would have not found unless you were in that, uh, that, that bracket of, of, um, uh, of, of moving forward. I'm not sure that's the best way to put it, but I think everybody's got the idea. No, I think so, absolutely. I mean, the overall arching theme I hear is communication. When you're going into a field, whether it's construction or whether it's um, finance, whether it's real estate, you talk to people in that field to get an understanding of that field. Well, you're active duty, and you're going to be a veteran. Go talk to veterans. See how it is. There are prior service all over every single base, and they are a slight bridge in between the civilian world. You know, they're still kind of encompassed in the military, but they are civilians. They did get out. Talk to them first and then see what it's like. And then also talk to other civil, other veterans. Um, go to your local VFW. Go to, you know, uh, join a chat room online or join like a group online or something like that if you don't feel comfortable with the VFW because you'll probably be... You know, or the American Legion, yeah, or, or the American Legion, all that stuff yeah. like that. But just it's like got just a couple of clicks away, it's just to, communication. To yeah. It's just communication. That's it. It's the biggest thing. Can't stress it enough. And being 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 able to talk, I can't tell you how many doors have opened up. You know, just being at random places, restaurants or whatever. I, I'm always okay talking about uh, my experience with the military. That I was in the military. I'm not looking for anything. I'm not looking for pats on the backs. I'm not looking for obvious, uh, obviously, uh, you know, thank you for your service or anything like that. But being open and honest with who you are and 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 you know, perfect example. I was uh, having lunch the other day, and a guy was obviously having a rough day, and he he figured out that I was you know in 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 TV in the in the in the industry and whatnot. Um, I was just finishing up an internship, and um, everybody was asking me about it, and he was having a rough day. He asked me what's going on, and he started telling me about these problems that he's having. He's he does he's in TV. He's in a um, a company that does one uh, one one television show. That's all they do. So it's kind of a very niche uh, uh, thing, but it's a very successful show. Mm-hmm. And um, he was trying to extend an olive branch to me, but you know I already got a job offer, and, and I was kind of going a, a different route. Uh, but he started describing to me these these people that he had working for him, these younger generation people. His words, not mine. Millennials, and um, he was talking about their work ethic, and and they, they were intelligent and talented, but they just had terrible work ethic. And I looked at him, I was like, hey, man, hire a veteran. You hire one veteran per, per two of these people, your productivity is going to go up. He, 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 his eye, it was an epiphany. I watched the wheels turning in his head, and he looks, he goes, oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't think about that. Number one, I support veterans. By the way, everybody supports veterans. They, yeah. want, to, they want to help you. Tell them how they can. Communicate that to them. But continuing... Um, he goes, oh, well, that did, that's just, I can't believe I didn't think about that before. I have friends who are in the military. I have, you know, I just, I show up for runs. I, 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 I donate cash, but I never thought of having a veterans initiative for our small little company that does this very successful TV show. I said, hey, man, your productivity is going to come up. They're natural. We're natural born leaders. Even if we're not in charge, we're going to lead by example, because mm. that's just the people that we are. And he said to me, he, we exchange information. Uh, he said, "By the end of next week, I'm gonna on Monday. I'm gonna go talk to my recruiting. By the end of the week, we're gonna have a veterans initiative set up. So, I mean, just like that, you're able to influence people that you're never gonna meet. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, never gonna meet, but you're gonna be able to help them out. Why? Because you you decided to say something. 
You decided to say, yeah, I was, and I am proud of what I've done, and you should be proud of what you've done. I can't say it enough. 2% of the nation. That's it. You know, that that's quite a club to be in. That's yeah. a prestigious club to be in. Nice little fraternity. You know, yeah, you really, <laughs> I mean, I'm proud of it, I, I'm sure. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I'm pretty proud of what I've, uh, what I've done. I wish I could have done more to this day, but, you know, you continue to do more when you're done. Right. You know, and you find other fights. You find other other ways to uh, to, to 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 bring the group up. Because I mean, in the end, that's what it's all about. We're all veterans, and we're fortunate there there has been veterans that have gone before us that have gone into to uh, whether it's corporate America or or just any jobs in general, or industry in general that have done such a phenomenal job that we have this veteran name and we, we can contribute to that veteran name for future veteran uh, generations. You know, everybody is at where they're at on, on their progression in life. I mean, I can't stress it enough. I really haven't had, I have, I have the idea of success in my mind and I know these things are going to happen. It's just a matter of proper planning and execution. Just, I mean, um, that should sound familiar, yeah. right? But um, that's and that's just the way the way it is. Everybody's at a different spot, and 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 the veterans that are that are, um, you know, a little further ahead in their progression with their transition. Transition. Hey, they want to help me out. Where I'm at, obviously, I want to help anybody I can help out. I mean, that's just the way it is. We 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 rise up together, you know. So absolutely, don't don't be afraid to communicate. That's uh, you know. No, absolutely. Well, thank you, Tim. Um, honestly, this has been an amazing interview. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah. Um, you know, everything you've heard today can't be repeated enough. Communicate, be open, be real. Stop fighting that fight by yourself at that bar with that beer. It's not helping you, I'm telling you. And you you may get pissed when I tell you that, but it's not. You need to reach out. You need to talk to your buddies. And you need to get some help, you know, if you really need it. And it might not even be you that's needing it. And maybe it's the guy you call or, or the girl you call. They probably need it more than you do. We're all out here struggling and, you know, Everyone is, veterans or non-veterans, but we can help each other. So have the courage to pick up that call and pick up that phone and, and make a change, make a difference. Tim, do you have any last words uh, for our listeners maybe before you head out? Yeah, sure. I just want to uh, you know, say again that it's, uh, it's been a real pr- privilege to uh, sit and talk with you today. And I hope, uh, if anything, that um, you know, my thoughts and experience uh, you, you know, might help out, might, might be able to relate. Um, but I guess, uh, I, I would say, uh, definitely don't, uh, don't, don't shy away from opportunity. It's there. If you, if you can imagine it, if you, if you want to be, uh, somebody else or not somebody else, but if you want to want to have different opportunities or different experiences in life, then you do have the courage to go out and do it. And, uh, and, and again, uh, through communicating that, you know, people are definitely there to, to help you. And, um, even if you're not, uh, suffering emotionally or anything like that you just aren't sure how to start that's okay everybody everybody needs help on in some way in some way shape or form so don't don't uh don't talk yourself out of out of your future success Mm. that that's it right there don't talk yourself out of future success and i think that's uh that's the last thought you got to be your biggest fan well thank you tim so much i appreciate you coming on the show um and thank you everyone for listening this is timothy lee and we will see you on the next one